Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Fam, I wanted a six game winning streak. I said if they won these next six games, I would start to take seriously their chances of making an actual playoff run. Not just getting in, not just hoping to win a round. It, now we are looking at challenging for the division title. I know it's a lot. Of, it, it's a lot. It's tough. It's tough to accept that this team that has made us so sad for so long is finally starting to come around. Uh, the game today, they come out, they get the big lead early, third period. Uh, J I watched Jake's post-game interview, that's why I was a little late getting started, and he just said uh, we sat back too much in the third. They absolutely did. Uh, they didn't have the jump in the third that that maybe they needed to. It didn't seem like they had the full jump that they've been playing with for the 60 minutes tonight, but or today, I guess. But they did uh they did turn it on when they needed to. They scored, you know, five goals. They looked pretty good for a lot of this game. First two periods, it looked like they were just on a different level entirely. Uh, Jake Voracek has been killing it. Uh, Carter Hart, that's another victory. It's a road win. I know his numbers won't look great at the end of this one. Um, you know, the Rangers go three for six on the power play. Uh, Hart stops 23 of 26 for an 885. So, uh, that'll actually bring his road save percentage up a little bit, but, uh, not the, not the best numbers for him today, but I think he made some pretty big stops. Uh, nothing spectacular, just kind of a normal night in net, uh, for any, uh, just an average goaltending night, I would say, um, but the story is the depth of this team. The special teams have really started to come around, especially the power play. Penalty kill, a little rough today. Um, they seem slow getting to those mesh points. They've made a point to talk about how they're just more aggressive. You know, puck is a little slow on a, on a pass. Pass just doesn't have quite enough on it. Boom, they attack. Uh, puck gets deflected. It looks like, you know, someone's going to have to go into the corner and grab it. Boom, we're not sitting back. We go and attack. And they just look the a little slow in those mesh points today, and it let uh, let the Rangers control the puck on their power plays, I thought, and that's what uh, allowed them to score three power play goals. But the Flyers, of course, three power play goals of their own. I actually wrote the number down. Uh, I'm keeping track of everything since January 8th. Uh, if, you haven't, if you haven't heard this thing I've been on, the Flyers have been killing it since January 8th. Uh, last I checked, they have like the second or third best points percentage. They have a top 10 power play in that time, top 10 penalty kill, top uh, maybe the most goals for in the league, I believe. But basically, I looked at when did the Blues come into Philly and go and start their run. It was January 7th, 2019. Using that as the template, well, January 8th, 2020, since then, the Flyers have been absolutely killing it. Uh, let's see, so they're now 18 for their last 68, I don't know that math, let's see, so the Flyers are at like 27%, yeah, Flyers are around 26, 27% for the last, you know, two months basically on the power play, so that thing's really got going, Jake talked about that in his post game a little, said, uh, we're kind of just back in our old spots, and we have more options because we were doing different stuff, which I do believe was part of some of the uh, early struggles and mid-season struggles in the power play was developing different looks and coming up with different combinations and everything. Uh, you saw today on the, uh, I believe on the Couturier goal, Giroux goes down low, connecting out up high. That's not just, uh, like, that's not the Wayne Simmons power play that Giroux put up all those points on over the years. Like, there's a little wrinkle there because you have a high skill guy in Konechny, you can have the puck on his stick and you can send Giroux down low. And there's just a little bit more switching, I think. Uh, Michel Therrien was... 
slow to uh, reintroduce, you know, the power play that has worked for the most part for nine years, but um, it looks like they were developing other things along with it, and now they're back in the middle spots, and it's uh, it's producing. I'm excited, guys. They are on a six-game winning streak. They uh, Let's take a quick look at what's ahead now. Uh, they are off Monday and Tuesday. That is March 2nd and 3rd. And then they have back-to-backs against the division at Washington, Wednesday the 4th at 7 p.m. And then home versus Carolina, 7 o'clock puck drop. And if you're looking for anywhere to watch those games or any games, really, any games happening anywhere in the world, uh, you should check out Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, right there in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. And guys, for the month of March... You know, St. Patty's is coming up. It's called Fitzpatrick's. It seems like a pretty great place uh, maybe to check out. But for the month of March, if you mention Broad Street Hockey, go to Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, mention Broad Street Hockey, and you get 10% off your check just because Timmy Fitz is such a nice guy. You know I've been talking about Timmy Fitz all season. He's the man. He is always at his bar. Timmy Fitz is uh, making sure that beer is cold and that food is hot. When you're there, get the roast pork sandwich. I'm telling you, get the roast pork sandwich. Great beer selection. Can't say the sir. Can't say enough about the servers and bartenders. Everyone's awesome at Fitzpatrick's. But go there, check it out, and mention Broad Street Hockey for 10% off your check. All right, let's get to your comments. Let's do it. Time to catch and pass the Capitals. I agree, Alvin. I agree. Let's do this. They're on a streak now. You're playing the Caps on Wednesday. Two days off to recover. This is a big one. It's a road game. Uh, we know about what they've done on the road, but I think that is now... I think they're 6-2-1 in their last nine road games, I believe. Grant equals good. Thompson equals bad. That's my trade deadline analysis. Yeah, I haven't been enamored with... Uh, Grant had that rough first game, but he's looked good since. Uh, he, he looks like a nice addition to the penalty kill. Um, scored a pretty goal today. Uh, uh, set up the um, the shorthanded goal for Raffle. So I'm willing to give Thompson some more time. You always That's the thing. You can always go back to Connor Bunneman. We can always figure out the other parts of this thing. Um, you can always bring Faraby back up, move somebody down, uh, you know, uh, move Lawton back to 3C, move Grant to 4C. There's always, you can always go back to it. A lot like the power play. They could always go back to the thing that worked in the past. And did it take too long to do it? Yeah, probably. But they were seeing if other things would work too. And in doing so, developed themselves a few extra options. So if that's what we're doing with Nate Thompson right now, I'm cool with it. I know Connor Bunneman can come up and at least tread water as a 4C. Uh, if Nate Thompson can give you a little more, he can give you a little more. If he can, he can't. Who cares? Uh, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, Derek Grant obviously looks um, like the, uh, the more impactful addition thus far. Lundqvist looking kind of washed up. I mean, yeah, he hasn't been great. He definitely wasn't good, especially early today. It's his first start since, like, February 2nd or February 4th. Like, I don't know. Of course he was rusty, but, man, he was getting uh, Raffle and... Uh, Raffle and Grant aren't exactly Drew and JVR, you know? <laughs> like, you get picked apart by Travis Konechny, you get picked apart by Travis Konechny, but, ugh. He, he got he got pulled out of the net by a couple of uh, depth players tonight. 
since they went to the behind the net setup on power play, they have done much better. Yeah, it's kind of a, they have the double net front. They had, you know, on the one goal today, the rebound Couturier. They had him in the slot. So they've been doing some different things. They've just kind of combined uh, their looks and they have more options and it's really starting to pay off. They've been killing it lately. They've been good going all the way back to January 8th, like I said. So uh, let's hope this keeps up because a great power play was kind of the one thing missing from this team at points this season. Would you rather pass the caps and play the uh would you rather pass the caps and play the Isles in the first round or stay in second for home ice against the Penguins? <sighs> Isles have been a tough out, man. Isles have been a tough out for the Flyers. It's just a matchup thing. Maybe it's in their head, I don't know. Um but I I'm I'm trying to win the division and whatever happens happens. I don't know who's going to be in what playoff spot. Uh, crazy as it is, I'd probably rather play the Penguins. Um, with home ice, but, uh, man, it's hard to say I'd want to play Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. Uh, like, from an entertainment and rivalry standpoint, yeah, that's cool. Do I prefer them in a matchup to the Islanders? Man, I do not think the Islanders are good, but they've been such a tough out for the Flyers, and they've been pretty good for the most part for two years. That's a tough one. I'm going to have to think on it. Milbury needs a muzzle. How great was our boy Jonesy today? Our boy Jonesy. Uh, you know, uh, Keith Jones says that Sean Couturier is the Flyers' most important player, which, sure, yeah, definitely. Uh, and not even definitely, but, like, yeah, sure. He's the number one center. He's the guy. He does everything. He's, he's Sean freaking Couturier. Um, and he's, uh, like, a vet in his prime. Like, are Provorov and Hart as important? Kinda, but you just expect more from Couturier. He's not uh, hes not a work in progress. He's hes a star right now. Uh, and Milbury says, well, I think it's actually Jake Voracek. And Jonesy just says, well, that makes you wrong. Or, well, that's wrong. Like, that was great. Uh, Milbury's just, ugh. Freaking Milbury. I do not see a reason to keep Thompson in the lineup. He's committing penalties because uh, of his skating ability, and you saw today several times on PK. He wasn't getting to lanes and pressuring pucks. Yeah, I thought the whole team uh, as a whole was just off on the penalty kill today, but no, I uh, Thompson has not been impressive thus far. I, 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 I'm willing to give him more of a leash, but I'm not opposed to Bunneman coming back or someone moving down in the lineup, Farabee coming back, whatever it might be. Uh, climbing up the Metro, absolutely. Yeah, it's looking good, man. It's looking good. I agree with you 100%, Bill. Hard to accept this team that has broken our hearts so many times is really looking like a, a contender. But that's the, you know, we've gotten used to them making a run at this point in the season. But it's always like, yeah, if they go like 22-1-4, and four, uh, they can probably get into the three seed, maybe, you know, the second wild card, something like that. And now it's, hey, if they go on a run, they're winning the fucking division. Like, it's exciting, man. Like... Ah, I know vision banners don't mean shit, but after all this, it would be nice in year one for Elaine Vigneault to get a division ban under, banner under his belt. I'm looking for more. I'm looking for bigger and better. I think this team could be having a special season. Let's put it that way. I think this just might be one of those special years. Why not us? Why not us? Flyers gelling at the right time. Real contenders. I agree, Christine. Uh, Flyers are on fire, and Mox is the AEW champion. Life is good. Yeah, I haven't seen the show yet. Uh, I might watch it today, because Ava's not home. It sounds like a good time to watch a wrestling pay-per-view. Uh, but I, uh, I, I saw what happened, obviously. I'm, I see social media. 
Uh, let's see. It turns out the Flyers are good. I agree, Jay. We had a like it took us three quarters of the season on the show on BSH Radio uh, to basically um, determine. Yes, we believe that they are a good team, and now they're showing that they might be a lot more than just good. It's been a long time, but we're back, baby. We're back. Yeah, and like you know, th- this is a game. A different team, a team of Flyers passed. Was the third period good today? No, and they'd tell you it wasn't good. Jake Voracek, they, they just won their sixth game in a row. Uh, you know, they closed out the game. He's on fire points-wise, and he looked pissed off after the game. Not, like, furious, but just like, eh, we should have won this game 5-1, 6-1, not 5-3. Uh, and that's just what he looked like. But uh, this is maybe a game... They don't put away. Maybe it goes to overtime in the past. Just it, They just seem so much less fragile. They take a penalty. I don't think it's the end of the world. They give up a goal. I don't think two more are coming. Uh, and it, they play that way, too. You did it, Bill. They won the six games. Let's get this division. I know. It just kept... Uh, I just wanted to go... I wanted to go, like, the two weeks without the clunker. Um, I We all know. Did I overreact to the Islanders game? Maybe. But that was such a bad first period, they forfeited the game in the first period. So, like, uh, I care. That's why this show is good. You know, I think it's good. Some you people listening do. It's... I, I, I've wanted for so long to feel that way about a game. Like, is it? Do I, would I rather they just go eighty-two and zero? Obviously, but like, to feel as if they lost the game and that was angering, like, felt good in the time. And like, I just wanted, you know, that five-zero Devils game. That was just an unlucky shit game. I just wanted to go a week, two weeks without one of those. Get these six games. Really make your, really put yourself in the thick of things. Um. They absolutely have. They have They have stepped up at the exact time. So good to see these guys smiling and having fun for a change. Yeah, I don't think it can be overstated. Listen, Kevin Hayes has been a hell of an addition to the lineup. Uh, the goal scoring, the penalty killing, the center depth, all of it, it, it. It's been huge. It's one of the reasons they are so much better this year is directly Kevin Hayes. Um, I don't think you can... Uh, there's just something to his presence, man. It, it seems as if, and they, you know, they bring in a new coaching staff. They have a new front office. They have new, uh, new other veteran players like Niskanen and Braun and all that. Sure, and you know the infusion of youth too, which is which is fun. But Kevin Hayes just seems to have, I don't know, revitalized this this franchise. Like his. His personality helped facilitate the culture change. Like it's it's very obvious now why he comes in year one and gets a letter on his sweater. It's very obvious now. Are we talking playoffs? I ain't talking playoffs. I'm talking about winning in the playoffs. Biggest differences has been the teams they play through the neutral zone when they're on. There is no room. Yeah, they absolutely. Uh, they absolutely will. Um, uh, we've seen it. Uh, they just pressure so well in the neutral zone, create so many takeaways. I didn't think they created enough uh, enough takeaways down low like they do to create opportunities in the defensive zone, denying exits, getting those second-chance opportunities because they denied exits. But, uh, you know, it's one game. They scored five goals. They won. It was the tail end of back-to-backs on the road, or tail end of home-and-home home on the road. I'll take it, man. That it was a It's a good win. Could have been better. But I, I, I'm not going to do too much complaining uh, on the day they've won their sixth in a row and are a point out of first in the division. I realize the Pens and Caps have a game in hand, but shit.
They can they can do this thing. Grant is looking like a good snag. He is. He seems to fit well with what they're doing. Cup contenders, let's go. Time to get behind this team. Yeah, and here's here's my plea to all of you. You guys are hardcore fans. A lot of you, you've been in, you've been coming to the post game for years, watching me do this. You stuck with them. We are the diehards. Absolutely. Please make room on the bandwagon. We. How long? How many people in here? Oh man, how come nobody ever pays attention to the Flyers? This and that. Okay, people are going to start paying attention now. Let them in. Accept them. I've been, uh, I always said this about the Phillies when people complain about the bandwagon Phillies fans. I, one, having bandwagon fans means your team is fucking good. Like, <laughs> that's it. I, I remember going to the vet and I remember going to Citizens Bank when the Phillies were bad. And I remember going when the bandwagon fans were there. You know what was more fun? When the bandwagon fans were there. So please be accepting of everybody uh, jumping on the bandwagon. I know my connection's a little weird. I just put my phone on airplane mode. Maybe that'll help. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Um, think we can take over Washington in the Metro? Why not? Play them Wednesday? Uh, how many games do they have? Do they have more than one against the Caps left? They've played them... They've played them at least two, maybe three. Uh, no, no more games against the Caps coming up. So, uh, just the one on Wednesday. So you can beat them head-to-head on Wednesday. Uh, what's the Caps schedule looking like? Let's check out their schedule as well, because they, I don't know if they're off for the next two days. Uh, schedule, come on, all caps. What a dumb, all caps, yeah, caps lock, baby. Okay, yeah, they are, uh, they play tonight at Minnesota, so there's your game in hand. Uh, let's go Minnesota, they've been a pretty good home team this year, at least they were earlier when I was paying attention to them, I'm not now, but, and then, uh, yeah, Monday, Tuesday off, and then the Flyers, so... Flyers could uh, come into the game within one point. They could be down three. But here we go, boys. Here we go. Hard to complain about power play, but it would have been better with Sanheim on first unit. Provorov still with puck management issues and way too deliberate in making passes. He doesn't have the vision Sanheim does on the power play and way too slow in making plays at the point. Uh, I agree with you uh, for the most part, but I just think Sanheim has to earn the time. They're not going to take it away from... Provorov until Sanheim starts producing more offense consistently. Uh, we all know what kind of tool set he has. We all saw the kind of year he had last year. We've seen in spurts this year what he can do. Um, as soon as he starts producing offense consistently, I think he'll get that spot. But on a day they go three for five, I'm not going to be uh, not going to be too critical. Fletch makes the right moves behind the scenes. AV makes the right uh, moves at the game, and the players do their job. No, it's a it's a complete organization right now. Uh, you know, Hextall set things up that they'd have the ability to make the moves they made this summer. Uh, he drafted some really good young players who are starting to come into their own. But it's hard to uh, it's hard to argue with the job this coaching staff and front office have done, and the players, for their part, are absolutely uh, doing what they're supposed to do. Where, uh, there we go. NAK playing well. I loved his baiting Lemieux to that 10-minute misconduct plus two. Yeah, that was awesome. That was just, that was good. That was good, uh, th yeah, that's just good being a rat. That's just knowing when to, knowing when to fight and knowing when, hey, let's just go down the power play and put this team down, you know? How are you doing the layout of goalies for the back-to-back? -back? That's a great question. Um... It's going to be interesting to see how they do it, because they have two days off and then back-to-backs. <sighs> do you go back to Elliott at Washington? It's such a big game. 
but they love Hart at home. Hart has been unbeatable at home. Mm, this is a tough one. I'm going to be very interested to see what they do. I'm going to say they switch it up and they go Hart against uh they go Hart at Washington and they come back with Elliott at home against the Caps. And then you have, you know, you have two more home games uh well yeah, well spaced out after that so you can go back to uh you can go back to Hart on Saturday. That's a home game against Buffalo. Then you're off Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday you're home again uh against Boston. So he can get two out of three on the home stand and play in the biggest game against Washington. So I guess that's how you do it. It's nice having a goaltender, right? It's nice. The stars are aligning for us in a lot of ways. All the teams we need to lose are losing. Guys like Jake are playing their best. We're beating both good and bad teams. And even the negative things are being used as rallying point. And Carter Hart. I'm not sure how to feel yet, but I love this ride. That's enjoy it. We deserve it. We deserve a fun ride. It's just have fun with this now. Um, it's It's been a long time that we could just think they could do something special. You know, even the years they made the playoffs with Barubi and Hack, like, okay, maybe they could have won a round. What was their path to winning a Stanley Cup? They didn't have one because they didn't have a number one defenseman. Like, the one year with Mace, he was pretty good, but, like, they typically didn't have a number one goalie. Um, they have those things this year. They have that path. They have that down the middle, 1C, 1D, 1G, and... Um, you can see them. It's possible. There is a possibility that this is a special season for the Philadelphia Flyers. How about going 6-0 in the home-and-home games against teams they were battling against for playoff positioning? So glad they stepped on their throats and gave some distance in the standings. Yeah, those, those Columbus ones were huge and beating, uh, beating the Rangers twice. I mean, the Rangers are only a couple points out of a playoff spot. They think they can make a little bit of a push. Hayes, best edition of a free agent in years. Yeah, um, um, I'm trying to just think of recent free agent signings that actually worked out for the Flyers. And, uh, yeah, Hayes is way up there. <laughs> he's, he's way up there. See what happens when the Flyers shoot the puck. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they still didn't have a ton of shots tonight. Uh, yeah, 26 shots, but they only give up 26. And they, it does seem as if, we've, we've talked about this, they are down for playing low event hockey, and they think with their skill, they will create enough chances, even if they only get 26 shots on net. They will get far, they will get the far superior chances and win, and that's what they've been doing. Grant was actually noticeable. He was. He definitely was. Uh, TK slamming a stick when they gave up that inconsequential late goal. Yeah, that was on Friday. Uh, made me That made you happy. They've got some pride and high expectations for themselves. Absolutely, and you can tell they're playing for each other. That's another thing. Like, um, they give up that goal and it doesn't matter. But you didn't want Carter Hart to give up another goal. Like, you know, what? why? You wanted, you wanted him uh, to be in there. Uh, get, have the better numbers, help him out, do what he's done for you a lot, and protect him. And when you give up that late goal, it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't change the outcome of the game, but it's you set goals for yourself during the game because the game's over. You're winning the game. It's, you know, uh, you, the goal now is, okay, don't give up another one. And they did, so that sucked. But I like that the expectations are high. Like you said, they should be high for all of us. Doors to the bandwagon are open. Yeah, absolutely. Jump in. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Let's get this city flyered up again like it used to get. Remember how fun it used to be? Let's do that again. 
All are welcome. It's weird to look at all the Metro teams and feel the most confident in our goaltending situation. And that is funny to think, just like looking at, uh, you know, the Penguins. Matt Murray won a couple of cups. It's like, oh, Tristan Jarry might be better. Um, you don't know what's going on. Holtby's just not been Holtby this year for the Caps. And those are just, the t- that's just the top of the division. I mean, the Hurricanes, my God. I mean, they came into the year with no goalie, and it, it's played out that way. Um, you know, the Isles lose Robin Lehner, and, you know, they're still good, but he was, that was a special thing for them, what they did with Robin Lehner last year. It was something that they rallied around with him, and uh, it just doesn't seem to have that sort of magic. Or maybe it's just from an outside perspective. All right, this isn't cool anymore. Go away, Isles. You're boring. You're boring. Didn't think Hayes would be this good when he signed? No, and that's, you know, we've seen Kevin Hayes, but other than when they play the Rangers, I'm not, I hadn't seen a ton of Kevin Hayes. Um, he is, he's just more fun to watch than I expected. Like, I just kind of thought he was going to be a lumbering center who at the end of the year would have some good numbers. But he's actually been fun to watch, which is, it's been a very pleasant surprise. What was the deal with the broadcasting? It seemed they were enamored with the Rangers rather than streaking team that beat them again. Yeah, I always think sometimes we always feel a little too slighted by the announcers. Like, I I don't always think they're rooting against us like some people say. But today, they just wouldn't talk about the fucking Flyers. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a really dry throat. They just would not talk about the Flyers today. They just kept going on and on about the Rangers. It was like, they're down 5-1. to one. Who gives a shit? The Flyers are about to challenge for the division. Who cares about the Rangers? They stink. They don't stink, but... I get it. They have Panarin. They made the Truba move. They kept Kreider's. Abanajad is good. But, like, they haven't been in the play- in a playoff spot since, like, the second week of the season. Who gives a shit about the Rangers? The Flyers' passing was on point this game. Yeah, I saw... I've started to notice they've gone back to something that I, they haven't done as much this year. Uh, and it was the hard across passes. They did that a lot the previous two seasons. Uh, where you you get you may be getting a little trouble or you run into some traffic with the puck and you just go hard across and there's usually a, a, a guy streaking down the other side uh, and a couple of those were on point today they've played a lot more north south this season and I think that's helped tremendously especially with their defensive game but it, I, I'm liking I'm liking what I'm seeing just another another little wrinkle uh, another little wrinkle. We have a complete team now, all four lines rolling and solid team defense. Yeah, uh, the actual defensemen, I think, have been up and down this year, but the team defense absolutely has been uh, has been on point for most of the season. Uh, goaltending, it's had its low points, but overall, hard to complain, especially after like what we went through last season. My God, it's like we have prime Hasek this year, <laughs> just compared to not having a goalie for most of last season. Um, but yeah, it's... It's nice to see, and it's nice, like, you know, it's not just, okay, hopefully Giroux and Voracek combine for four points somehow, and we squeak one out. Like, it's a good, complete team. They could not put up points, and they still win. And when they do, you know, you get ten goals in two games. Bill, in the summer I wasn't big on the moves for Braun and Niskanen. Wow, I thought I knew hockey pretty good. Kudos to Fletcher. I took a wait-and-see approach. I thought the Niskanen move... Um, more than anything, it was just kind of, ooh, he might be done. Like, people were like, oh, he might be falling off that cliff. And I, I didn't want to believe that with P.K. Subban. I was like, no, there's no way Subban is just done. Like, he just fell off. Um, looks like he might have. 
Uh, but it, the same kind of thing was being said about Niskanen. Like, yeah, he just might. Uh, after the year he just had, some people were just projecting he was going to stink this year. And that has not been the case. Um, you know, he and Provorov have developed chemistry right away, and they're just a good match for each other. He's a good calming influence for Provorov. Uh, Provorov can be a little bit more dynamic. He doesn't have to be as conscious of never making a mistake. Um, and it leads to him making bigger plays. Braun, I just thought, third pair defenseman, right-handed, can kill penalties. We need that. So, let's do it. Cool. I guess they kind of thought he was going to be the second pair, and Myers would be the third pair guy. But looking just at the minutes he was going to play, I thought he was going to be more of a PK specialist. And, you know, that's, that's what he's turned into. He had a little run there where he's putting up some damn good points totals, though. Rewarded for staying up late again this week in Doha Cutter. Uh, wow. Damn, Mike. That's awesome. Uh, even sweeter that it was against the Rangers and that my Irish buddy and having his father, uh, go to enjoy it with me. You don't see too many Irishmen who bleed orange, but they exist when they watch this team. Hey, man. Uh, one and all are welcome. Even the freaking Irish. The stinking filthy Irish. I'm half Irish. That's, I can make fun of us. It's okay. Oh, Stamkos is out six to eight weeks. I did not see that. Um... Man, that team, like, are they, and I realize they still have an open window, as long as they have Hedman, as long as they have uh, Vasilevsky, uh, you know, Stamkos is hurt, but as long as they have him and Kucherov, they have so much talent, they have an open window. But man, it just seems like they're never going to get it together. And I guess you could say the same thing about the Caps, and then they finally did, but shit. Coots has to win the Selkie this year, doesn't he? He's a beast. Yeah, I mean he was he got the uh he got the midseason award from the uh from the writers union. I can't imagine. Um it'll change too much as long as he stays healthy, plays out the rest of the year. Uh he's 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 been the front runner, so Hart at Washington, especially if it's still only one point. That's interesting, yeah. Like if the Caps win tonight and it's three points, do you maybe go Elliott? No, I still go Hart. I still go Hart because I want that game. I want all the game. I want to just win out. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to plan ahead. I, I, I see myself falling in the Dave Hackstall trap of, uh, well, Brian Elliott gives us the best chance tonight, so Brian Elliott's going. It's like, well, he's played every game this month, Dave. Maybe uh, that's not the best idea. Nope, he's going. I see how that can happen. Meeting up with a buddy March 12th for the Tampa game in Tampa. I've never been more excited to go to a Flyers game. I live in Georgia now, so it's been a while since I've been to a game. Oh, they're there. When are they? Ah, oh, man. I'm, I mean, it's, I'm going to spring training. I'll be, you know, basically in Tampa Wednesday to Saturday this coming week. So, damn. Damn. Just missed the Flyers by, you know, a couple days. A fun ride at the right time of the year. And it's that's what I'm really enjoying about this, is it's not a mad scramble just to make the playoffs now. They don't have to go on some wildly unsustainable run and burn themselves out just to get in. A, a nice couple of weeks, and they win the freaking division. And I came into the year saying, challenging for the division should be the goal. And here we are on the 1st of March in the year of our Lord, 2020, and they are challenging for the division. So... They have met my expectations so far in the regular season. Now, it's run time, baby.
Imagine if this team had Patrick and Limblom too. It does, you do, your mind does wander to like, ooh, man. Imagine what this team could be with them. But it is so impressive what they're doing without them, especially the season Limblom was having. And there is absolutely some sort of just rallying, uh, just the... Man, they are, look at them when they see Limblom. They are so fucking happy to see him. Like, that hug Jake gave him was straight up genuine. Um, they are absolutely playing for Oscar Limblom right now. So, that is part of it as well. I'm not like, oh yeah, good thing Oscar Limblom got cancer. Like, obviously, that's not what I'm saying. It just seems like that is kind of part of this. That's playing a role in what they've been doing for the last two or so months. Such a different team since the Devils. Awesome. Yeah, and sometimes you just have that game or a couple of games where you go, all right, shit, we got to... That was, that was unacceptable. We now know what we can't do. Let's not feel this way again. And I feel like the, the Devils and Islanders games, and they're just like, okay, since then they've been great. Emmerich was sick. That's why Kenny Albert filled in. Well, that explains that. Does this fake scare in the third create enough of an excuse to scratch Thompson and bring Farabee back up? Farabee was up today in case uh, Couturier couldn't go, uh, but he played through uh, his illness, the flu or whatever the hell it is. So, I I would love to see Farabee factor back in. Uh, I hope that's I hope that's the route they take sooner than later. But I'm I'm okay giving some leash with Thompson to see if. Uh, he can find his footing a little bit. But like someone said earlier, it might just be that the skating isn't there enough. Um, but I'm willing to give him a little bit of a leash. Uh, but man, schedule don't get any easier. Back-to-backs against the uh, against the Caps and then the Hurricanes. And then, like I said, uh, obviously you got Buffalo in there. But then you have Boston and Tampa. So um, he'll get exposed real quick if he can't keep up. How about Haig catching a puck to the dome and killing it? Yeah, I guess it just got his visor. Yeah, it looked like it, I guess it just got his visor, and ooh, that was scary. That was a little scary there for a second. Mark my words, when the Flyers win uh, this cup this year, I'm climbing a light pole on Broad. Cody, I'll see you there. Uh, I'm pretty good at climbing light poles. I'll see you there. Farabee deserves to be with the Flyers. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he, he played well enough for a lot of the year. Wonder if he's hitting a little bit of a rookie wall. Maybe he just has some things in his game to clean up. Um, I don't expect him to not be here. Uh, I think he'll be back sooner than later. All of a sudden, Hart is starting to win some on the road. Certainly doesn't have the same GAA. Uh, but this is looking up, I think. Yeah, I mean, the Flyers are, as a whole, just better at home. They have been all year. Hart has been better on the road. Uh, he... You know, the one game against Tampa, it's like, all right, man, it's freaking Tampa. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, and But it's just games like that that really skew his numbers. I don't think he's been as bad as his numbers, his record, his save percentage, whatever you want to look at. Um, but he's been better at home. That's that's very obvious. Uh, it, it just getting to, getting to even, getting to average. Like what I saw today, he was average in net today and that's if he can just do that on the road and continue to be dominant at home that's all I need from him this season you know um that's why I really want home ice in the playoffs at least just in the first round if the Caps lose today stick with Hart on Wednesday let the kid be in there with the division on the line um I want him in either way I want him in either way I think it shows tremendous confidence in him to uh 
to put him in on the road against the Caps. He's your number one goalie. He's he's won some games in a row. You got two days off. There's no reason not to play him other than home road splits. And if you're of the belief that that's going to even out at some point, it should at least, you go with Hart. Um, the home fan, I hate not giving the home fans Hart, though. That's one thing. He'll be in two of the three home games after that. Um, but he won't be in that first one against the Canes. And I don't like it when Elliott starts at home. I just want to give the home fans Carter Hart. A lot of them are there to see Carter Hart. Obviously, they're there to see the Flyers win, first and foremost, but, like, I don't know. It just seems like Scott Rowland sitting on Scott Rowland t-shirt day. Like, people want to see Carter Hart at home. Uh, but he'll play in two of the three. I think he. I think Hart should start uh, against Washington, in Washington regardless. Malkin is Frankenstein's son. <laughs> no, he's the monster. Frankenstein is the doctor. Oh, I hate people who say that shit. Milbury doesn't like the Hayes Championship belt. Yeah, what is he? What's with the belt? It's a fucking goal celebration. It was a game-winning goal, and he celebrated. I'm sorry that you're so bad. You never wanted to celebrate shit, I guess. But that's what winners do, you bum. Uh, Bill, would you change the lineup uh, with us winning so much and insert Farabee and Ghost? I'm no coach, but I wouldn't do it. I'm not inserting Ghost anytime soon. Um, if there's an injury... If someone has just trash games, like like two really bad... If Haig has two games where he basically shoots the puck into his own net, um, yeah, maybe give Ghost a game or something, see if you can get him going, uh, get a late season push out of him. Maybe there's a spark there. Um, but I, I'm not going with Ghost anytime soon, other than in that scenario or obviously an injury. Um, Farabee, I'm willing to give Thompson a little bit of leash here before I mess mess with the lines because the other lines are going so well. Um, but you could have said that before the trade deadline, and they had no problem throwing Grant and Thompson in there right away. So uh, I'm willing to give Thompson a little bit more of a leash. Um, that said, if, at, if Farabee isn't up like in the next two weeks, I will be disappointed. A lot of players really look better than expected, apart from uh, surfing the wave of success right now. AV really formed a team with a system and purpose out of them. Yeah, that's... They seem to have, like, a plan on offense. They're not just uh, hoping to cycle and then get one in front and jam it in. Like, bounce one off Simmons' ass and put it in the net. Like, they just seem to be much more adept at making, like, set plays off the draw, giving goes. Um, they just seem more... And it starts... The, the purpose they have is get the forecheck, create turnovers, hit. But then after that, they seem to have, like, a plan, and that's cool to see. I did not propose. No, I did not propose. Uh, that is not the cool thing that's happening. Does anyone see some chemo in Niskanen? I absolutely do. I've made that comparison a couple of times. Not, uh, maybe not prime Timonen, but the Timonen who was starting to decline, but was still so such a heady player. Uh, so strong positionally, so smart. You get him out there with the right partner, which Provorov is perfect. Oh my god, I wish I wish Kimo Timonen uh, could have played with, with an Ivan Provorov at some point. Um, but yeah, I, I do see, like, um, he uses the backboards. If, if nothing's there, he, he gets the shot through to the backboards, and then it comes out and it's like a rebound. He just makes a lot of heady plays like that. Um, it, 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 he's a little more physical. Um... 
Kimo took, I mean, Timonen took all the hits in the world. I mean, his middle name might as well have been took the hit to make the play, but it does, uh, they're, uh, Niskanen, I think, is a, just has a little bit more physicality in his game, um, but other than that, I, I do see some similarities, absolutely. How many home games do we have in March? Let's take a look. Uh, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen total games this month left after today. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the fourteen are at home. So just over half. Flyers win and Caddyshack is on AMC. Score. You're having yourself a day there, Tom. I'm proud of you. Uh, play hard against the Canes and get the get those two points and push them further away. Play Elliott in Washington. I uh, I see that thought. I I understand it. Um, I think you beat the Canes with Elliott too. That's I think you're at this point better than the Canes. I wish I could get tickets for the Pens game at the end of the month. That's going to be epic. StubHub baby. Their conditioning was outstanding today and has been all season. Uh, yeah, they they have been better at closing out games. I think they have been better at, um, at, at, at just third periods in general. I mean, we've talked all year about their third period goal different, differential and how they kill teams. Today, it wasn't, you know, uh, they didn't play their best third period by any means today. But the season as a whole, yeah, uh, I think the, um, I think the uh, conditioning hasn't, has been much better. Put Faraby in for Raffle. Why are we taking Raffle out of the lineup? He's a good penalty-killing fourth liner. I don't want Faraby on the fourth line. I want him playing with other playmakers. I want him playing with guys who can set him up to score goals. Like when he was playing with Hayes. Like when he was playing with Couturier. You called it, Bill. You said they would be a second half of the season team. Uh, learning AV system and getting some depth through the lineup has me pumped. Do you think this team... Uh, do you think this is a team that can make a deep playoff run? I do. I do. Um, we talked, and this is like all teams, but I'm, when I said it on Wednesday, I said if Couturier, Provorov, and Hart all play their best hockey from now through Memorial Day, the Flyers can win the Stanley Cup. And they were like, well, that's every team. I'm like, yes and no. One, that's just hockey. The Flyers have the path. I understand that, like... Crazy shit happens in hockey. I'm just saying, there's your path right there. They actually have it. And in years past, they didn't. Like, they didn't have a number one defenseman. They didn't have a number one goalie. Couturier wasn't Couturier yet. Like, all those things have happened in the last few years. Now they have the components necessary, including the depth, including the penalty kill, including the coach. They have the components necessary to win a championship. Am I saying they're the Stanley Cup frontrunners? I'm not. I'm saying they're one of a handful of teams that could absolutely do it, and it wouldn't shock me at this point. Uh, did the Flyers get it right by getting their West Coast trip uh, over early in the season, uh, as opposed to the Pens, who lost all their games on their trip out West? I think there was a certain component of team building uh, that comes along with those trips. Um, you'd rather just win. I mean, I'd rather win my games regardless of where they are in the season, but... I think those, I think that the early trip, uh, I, you know, going to Europe, I think the West Coast trip right after that, and all the stuff that happened um, on the that three-game roadie when they found out about Limblom, and then the post-Christmas trip where they were 1-4-1 one, one or whatever it was, 
Um, yeah, those were not good trips. But I think there was a component of team building that came along with those trips um, that is proving valuable when I talk about this team cultural, culturally feeling different. Uh, the leadership, I just feel like they have good leadership from both the coaching staff and, you know, the captains and alternate captains and all those guys, uh, the veterans. I just think it all worked out. Um, those trips were more than games, is what I'll say. Yeah, losing those games sucks. If they had won some of them, they'd be in first place right now. Yes. But having those opportunities to come together as a team, I think is helping them right now. Penguins can just go away now. It's the Flyers' time in the sun. Yeah, let's I, let's beat them, though. Let's be the team that finally ends it for them. Uh, and as long as they have healthy Sidney Crosby, they're going to be there. The dude is potentially the best player I'm ever going to see. Um, I, you know, it is what it is with him. God damn that son of a bitch. I ain't no goddamn son of a bitch. Hart needs to start against the Canes to bury them. Yeah, I get that thinking. I just think we'll win that game either way. And if Carter Hart can just be Carter Hart against Washington, that's that's huge. Hart has had some success against Washington this year. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, Dave Benjamin joined. What up, Davey B? Milbury has to go. He's worse than Don Cherry. I mean, he's not a dickhead like Don Cherry. He just is an idiot. But I, I, yeah, I, yeah, Milbury can take a walk as far as I'm concerned. Kick rocks. Look at our potential black aces from Lehigh Valley, Frost, Patrick. Yeah, they're, they have some guys that could potentially get plugged into this thing. Uh, I don't know the circumstances that would have to arise for them to actually play. Maybe we get Patrick back at some point this season. I don't freaking know. Um, Frost. If you're looking to shake things up, maybe he draws into a game, but this lineup is pretty damn good right now. Uh, we've talked about getting Farabee back in and how you get Thompson out and how they have to move things around. We'll see. Um, it would be, I guess, Lawton back to 3C, Farabee back with uh, Hayes and TK, um, and Grant to 4C, I guess is like the number one, and then you still have Thompson as an extra. So uh, I'm going to be interested to see how they work the lineup and how many changes they make uh, considering how well things have been going for this time. Billy, Billy, Billy. What up, Davey? Uh, how much did Haig play after the puck hit his helmet? I don't think he missed too much time. Let's check out the uh, TOI Flyers. Where you at, Haig? Uh, here's Haig. He played 509 in the first, 507 in the second, and 416 in the third. So it doesn't look like... Um, doesn't look like he missed too much time. Pretty consistent all three periods. Uh, realistically speaking, with all the changes over the last year and the experimenting to find the right line combos, looks like AV's system is finally becoming ingrained in the players' heads. Uh, what a beautiful thing. No, absolutely. I talked a lot in the early season. Uh, you know, they were playing well for the most part. Um, but I just thought, as long as they were playing well, even though they weren't getting wins, I just thought it was going to come together so much in the second half, and here we are, and it is. So uh, I'm I'm glad uh, I'm glad I stuck with it. Uh, AV has done a hell of a job. The players, um, you can tell the players are interested in winning. That's they finally have. Like it must just feel so good for G and Jake to be like fucking finally we have some help. We finally have some freaking help. 
Look at the leadership now. Where are all those G-haters now that they're winning? That's if, if you are going to play Gatekeeper uh, for the bandwagon. And I, the bandwagon is wide open. Uh, if you are going to play Gatekeeper, though, let's get, let's get Drew opinions from these people. Drew bashers, you're gonna have to renounce. You're gonna have to renounce your sins to get on the bandwagon. Everyone else is welcome. Drew bashers, you are going to have to renounce your sins uh, and beg for forgiveness to be allowed in. From Canada, what's up, Ken? Oh, good game, Flyers from Canada. What's going on, Ken? Thanks for joining us. Uh, only team in playoffs I worry about is Boston. Other than that, I can see a cup. Hey, man, when you get in the playoffs, you're gonna play a good team. Boston's really good. Pittsburgh's really good. They did. They spanked the Flyers seven to one at one point this year. You know, Washington. We know how much talent they have. Tampa. We know how much ta- talent they have. You're gonna play a good team in the playoffs. The freaking Isles aren't awesome. But they've had the Flyers' number uh, the last couple of years, so it is what it is. Uh, and I've said it is what it is twice now. I fucking, ugh, ugh. What am I, Bruce Pritchard? I love Bruce, but, like, that's such a nonsense filler line, you know, ugh. Yes, Boston is very good. Boston might be better than the Flyers. The Flyers have played tight with Boston this year. They have. They've beaten them, uh, and both games were one-goal games, right? Uh, I think they beat him once and lost him, lost to him in overtime once. So, I think the Flyers can skate with anybody. Are they better than some of these teams? I don't know. They're going to be good games. We'll find out in a seven-game series against these teams. That's when we will really see who the, who the Flyers are. They're just coming into their own now. We will see what they are in the playoffs and how they match up in a seven-game series. I'm looking forward to it because I think they match up really well with everybody. This team is dangerous on the PK now with Hayes, Coots, and Grant. Uh, haven't been like that since Mike, Mike Richards was here. Yeah, Jeff Carter scored a ton of shorthanded goals, too, that like I don't remember at all. Like I remember Richards. I don't remember Carter's, but he scored a ton, too. But yeah, it's, it is nice transitioning to offense on the penalty kill every now and then, having to keep the opponent all, uh, honest a little bit. They got to be weary of the point-to-point passes and the cross-ice passes and stuff because we're not just hoping to clear the zone. We will try to turn it up and get a scoring chance, and that is great to see. It's just another component to the game. It's one of the reasons they're good now. Boston is tough, but they aren't unbeatable. Absolutely. I mean... Listen, we all know how good Boston is, but it's not like they win the cup every year. Nine home, eight away remaining. It's, it's gonna, We got the advantage in terms of home games by one there. That's, uh, you got the XGF over 50%. Um, yeah, it's, uh, let's do it. Let's uh, come dream with me, B. This could be fun. This could be a really fun spring into, uh, into Memorial Day. Split with caps, uh, sweep canes, that should be the goal. Win every game, that should be the goal now. Let's see how high we can get this thing. You called it six-game winning streak, not easy. It was time. It was time that they go two weeks without a hiccup game, two weeks without a bad luck game, whatever. I just wanted to see it. I wanted to, if they pulled this off, I would believe wholeheartedly. And they did, and now I do. Teams I'd want to, I'd least want to play in the playoffs. Okay, that makes more sense because I saw Tampa at one. I was like, listen, I know what happened last year. I saw that Stamkos is out for a certain amount of time now, but they're really good. So, but yeah, okay. So teams I'd least want to play in the playoffs from Joe. Uh, one is Tampa. Two, that's it. Uh, everyone else, I'm very confident. Tampa scares the hell out of me. I mean, yeah, Tampa's really good. Tampa has. 
the best collection of talent in the league, probably. Um, considering what they have uh, on their blue line with, with Hedman and all the stars up front. I guess Colorado, uh, you can make a case for when they're healthy, probably. Uh, they might have the best. It's those two teams, like just straight up skill, uh, player for player. Man, they're both really good. In the East, yeah, uh, Tampa, Tampa runs away with it. Grant has been a nice addition. He goes to net hard, works hard, and so- and is solid defensively. How funny was his goal today? It's just like the like the seas parted for him, and he was just like, oh, okay. And then Lundquist way over commits, and he just fucking buries it. Good for you, Grant. I, I tweeted. I was like, do the Rangers owe him money or something? Everyone just bailed out and let him score, it seemed like. That was hilarious. Uh... Coming to Philly from Vancouver for the games on the 14th and 15th. Anyone know what's going on at Xfinity? I'm pumped. Let's go Flyers. Xfinity's always a good time. Uh, Chickies is always a good time. Uh, but yeah, post-game, see a nice victory. Head over uh, Head over anywhere. Just so. Let's, let's make it a thing now. Like, let's all go out after games and have fun and do the shit we do when teams are good. Because we have a good team. We finally have a good team. Jake Voracek is having a, having a season because he goes to yards after wins to have one to two cold ones. Shutting the haters up. <sighs> yards, come on. Hook me up, baby. Let me get some of that big hazy. Come on, Yards. Everybody hit up Yards Brewery and tell them to send Bill stuff. <laughs> if that's what you're going to do. Get me free shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go looking for it after this, I think. What time is it? Uh, my, my beer distributor should still be open when we finish up here. We haven't lost to Boston yet this year, if I remember correctly. Not super worried about them. I can't remember. I thought it was like an overtime loss and a win. I don't remember. Jones had me cracking up playing <laughs> playing out Millbury during pregame. That was funny. I can't wait to talk to Jonesy. That's, that was funny as hell. Uh, with Stammer now being out six weeks, doesn't seem like... Uh, ca- doesn't seem like karma from him acting like an ass for his Flyers a few weeks ago. No, he's just hurt. Players get hurt. It's a physical game. With Grant at a career high in goals, should Flyers re-sign him in the summer? Uh, He should be cheap two years. Yeah, a a nice two-year deal, depending on the price, depending on what other things you got to do. I would like to keep him around. They seem to love what he he brings on the penalty kill. Uh, I think he fits more as a 4C than a 3C, but hey, it's working. Um... You know, hopefully, like, next year, you you, you would think you have Nolan Patrick back, uh, and he steps into that 3C role, but um, you, I don't think you can ever have enough center depth. I don't think you can ever have enough guys who are very good penalty killers. So, if the price is right, I would welcome Grant back strongly, I guess is what I'm looking for there. Grant is definitely getting signed. Exit Raffle, enter Grant. Yeah, I could see that. He seems like a... Uh, Grant seems like a decent Raffle replacement. I think we talked about that. On after the trade, we talked about it somewhere here on BSH Radio. I don't remember. I've said it. Maybe just to like my buddies and not to any of you. I don't know. I'll buy you a few pints, Bill, after the game on the 14th. Guaranteed. Thank you, Steven. Uh, finally have four lines that can go deep in playoffs as far as Hart can take them. Yeah, it's going to come down to that. Uh, they have... They have the, the, the veteran backup option in Elliott if things get out of control, but why would they? Like, Carter Hart is nothing if not steady. Um, I don't expect this home-road split thing to continue to plague him. I thought, again, like, he was decent today. He was average. He just needs to be average on the road. They need to play better in front of him. They can't give up. They can't take six penalties. I'll tell you that. Don't give six power plays. That's bad. Um, 
that's way too many. Uh, and, you know, three power play goals. That's that's how the Rangers really got to Hart today. So it wasn't uh, – it, it was the one savable, maybe, uh, but it was it just kind of like, don't take six penalties, guys. Come on. We're better than this team. Can we just get out of this thing? Uh, but it is, it's going to come down to – it, it's going to come down to three guys. Couturier, Provorov, Hart. It's going to come down to those three to me, and obviously the goalie. We all know if you have a hot goalie, it really masks so many other things. It's really hard to hide a goalie. When your goalie is standing out, that masks a lot. Our cup window has been smashed open, and it will be a good while before it closes. This is going to be fun. Yeah, as long as, you know, the vets, uh, we've seen, you know, are, are, are Jake and G as important as they were? No, because they were the entire team for, for their prime. They're not that anymore, but they don't need to be. And, like, look at everyone. Everyone's scoring, except for TK, who doesn't have a prime baseline to, you know, compare it to because he's so young. Like, everyone's scoring numbers are down, but the team is playing better. It's kind of more than anything um, about the way they play. Uh, they don't get 35 shots a game, but they also only give up 27, so it evens out. Uh, they're just more defensively oriented. They create enough opportunities to score. Uh, but as long as these vets don't fall off a cliff, I don't see why this window isn't open for a while. And it's definitely open right now. And, while, and if you want to watch this team, if you want to watch this team right now with the wide-open Stanley Cup window, you're going to want to watch them at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, right there in the heart of Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It is my favorite bar at the Jersey Shore. It is one of my favorite bars in the entire world to watch a Flyers game or any game. And for the month of March, everybody, all my local listeners, for the month of March, get 10% off. At Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern, when you mention Broad Street Hockey, just go in there and say, hey, I heard about this place on Broad Street Hockey, and you will get 10% off your check. That's right, Timmy Fitz, 10% off at Fitzpatrick's. He's the man, and he's a hockey fan. So you know the game you're going to watch is, you're, you know the game that you want to watch is going to be on, uh, whether it's the Flyers or any team, they have so many direct TV packages. Go into Fitzpatrick's, have yourself a beer, have yourself a roast pork. Make sure you check out the, uh, the slap shot poster in the men's bathroom because that sets the tone you know you're at a hockey bar when you see slap shot stuff and that's what fitzpatrick's is it's a hockey bar watch the flyers go on their run and uh get 10 percent off by uh, doing it so uh, it's, it's a win it's a win-win for everybody flyers win you win i win it's a win-win-win all right guys that i think we're gonna wrap it up that is all the time i have on today's broad street hockey facebook live post game thank you all for listening thanks for having hanging out if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. Hit subscribe. Give us good reviews. Be good to us. Get a ton of content in return. That's all I ask. Uh, thank you all. Uh, until next time, have a great week, everybody.